How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Right now we're going to talk college hockey. Chris Peters has covered hockey for a long, long time and on a lot of platforms over the years. And, Chris, it has been way too long. How you been, my friend? Steve, it's great to be with you, um, and thank you for having me. I've been well. I've been well, and this is obviously uh, one of my favorite times of the year. So, uh, really excited for for the the college hockey that we're going to get to see in these uh, these next couple of days here. Yeah, and Chris, uh, you, you've got a lot of passion for the game, and like I say, you've covered it everywhere. Tell us about your latest venture where people can find your work. Yeah, well, thanks a lot. I you know I I was at ESPN most recently, and uh, you know they had many of those uh, sweeping cuts that everybody seemed to go through during the pandemic. And uh, I was one of the people that uh, unfortunately was wrapped up in that. So decided to start an independent media operation called uh, hockey sense with Chris Peters on, on substack.com, which is, you know, subscription based service um, where I basically do a, a, a multi multiple times per week newsletter uh, about various segments of hockey, including college hockey, the NHL draft, uh, U.S. national teams, uh, and really anything in between. I try to cover as much as I can um, and, and as comprehensively as I can. And that's uh, that's been a lot of fun. And I also have a, a new podcast called Talking Hockey Sense um, that is available pretty much everywhere people can get podcasts. And, yeah, it's been it's actually been a lot of fun. And, you know, the, the cool thing about being in independent media is you have a lot more freedom uh, than, than you do to, to kind of cover all facets and, and really get into the niches of the sport, which has always been my favorite thing anyway. Yeah, and Chris, we've talked a lot about it tonight with uh, the state boys hockey tournament brackets being filled in, in 1A and in 2A, and we, we talked to uh, some of the coaches the, the last couple of nights, and I'm sure anybody who covers the game on any level anywhere in North America is is really aware of the Minnesota State Boys Hockey Tournament that you know that, that that has gained attention for years and years and rightfully so. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, I think it's it's really you know, and then for somebody like me that covers the draft, something that I'm paying attention to every single year, obviously on an individual player basis. But as a hockey fan, I think we're all excited when when the tournament comes around because you know it, it is really the game in its in its purest form. And, and Minnesota high school hockey is that kind of, you know, amplified. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I'm a Midwestern guy, so I've always, you know, kind of looked at Minnesota high school hockey from afar with, with, with awe just because of the passion that, it, you know, that, that everybody has for it. And, you know, the quality of the hockey. I think, you know, when you get down to the, 
the, uh, the the actual tournament and you get to see the game, you get to see the quality of the players. Um, and you look at all the different performances that we've seen over the years from from so, so many great players. You know, I think about Kyle Rao and his diving goal uh, for Eden Prairie, and you know, I think about guys like Blake Biondi coming back and and, and making great uh, great plays in, in a state tournament. You know, there are just so many so many great stories like that. And and obviously, you know, for the NHL. There, that's something that there's going to be a lot of scouts in the building or, you know, or watching uh, on video. And it, it's, uh, it's a huge deal. It's a huge deal throughout North America. And I think everybody has a lot of respect for, for that. And it's exciting when we can see it. Well, Chris, another big event getting started around the country. And that is the NCAA Men's Ice Hockey Championships. And I heard an interview the other day with Scott Sandlin at UMD. They are technically the defending champs. They won the title in 2019. No title handed out, of course, in 2020 due to COVID-19. So uh, the Bulldogs are the defending champs and one of five Minnesota-based teams in the 16-team field. Yeah, I mean, how about that, right? You know, it's it's pretty incredible uh, to see all of them in. And, and, you know, obviously most of them have a real good chance to win the national title. And, and certainly Sandlin and UMD have, have as good a chance as anybody. And, and even though they don't have some of the veteran defensemen that they've had over the last, you know, several years here, um, you know, they do have some really great players. You know, Wyatt Kaiser is another, another guy that was just in the tournament last season. And then, and here he is, uh, playing in the NCAA tournament uh, with, with UMD in a pretty substantial role as a freshman for that team. Uh, but, I mean, I think really all eyes are on the Gophers at the moment just with, with how good they played in the – or how well they played in the Big Ten Championship. You know, they, they, they had to win games in various ways in that tournament and, and show that they could do that. And that's kind of what you have to do in the NCAA tournament as well. You need to have good goaltending. You need to have guys that come up in big moments like they've had. Uh, certainly Sammy Walker, Blake McLaughlin, guys like that that have, have really made some some in- impressive strides in their game over the years since they've been at Minnesota. But, yeah, I mean, I think any time you enter that tournament where there's only 16 teams, you got to win four games the rest of the way. That's all you need. It, it doesn't seem like much, but it's really hard to get there. But, you know, all, the, all five of those teams really do feel like they have an opportunity to to make a deep run here. Yeah, and Chris, let's get your read. Let's start up in Fargo, North Dakota, the number one seed there. They get American International. So North Dakota just just playing down I-29 in Fargo. Um, certainly an advantage. They don't have to travel far. But UMD's there. Michigan is there. And, and the Wolverines could be dangerous. So, you know, th- th- this is no cakewalk. You know, this this regional, it's really tough. There There's three Really solid teams there. Yeah, I mean, and, and really, AIC is pretty darn good too. But it's just going to be really hard for them to to match the depth and talent of North Dakota. No question about that. But but yeah, I mean, I think that you're looking at that Minnesota Duluth Michigan quarter, you know, or uh, you know, regional court semifinal. You know, I, I never get the titles right anymore. It's just the first round. We'll call it that. But yeah, for sure. Um, you know, Minnesota and, and and or Minnesota Duluth and Michigan. To me, that's the number one first-round game of the whole thing. I think that that's one of the best matchups. It's one of the most star-studded matchups. Michigan has three guys that could go in the top ten of the NHL draft next season. They have multiple first-round draft picks on their roster. Um, you know, they've got a great goaltender in Strauss Mann, and it, it, that is going to be such a phenomenal game to see. And I think that's college hockey at its finest. Because yet, Minnesota Duluth is such a disciplined team and, and plays a certain style that that really 
um, is difficult to play against. And then you've got, you know, Michigan, who is one of the most skilled teams in the entire country with uh, a lot of freshmen. And it's, you know, that inexperience and how much does that play into it when you've got a team on the other side that's won two national titles with a lot of guys on the roster that experienced that championship. So, um, yeah, so I think, you know, really it's going to come down to North Dakota and then one of those two teams and, and really the way that North Dakota has played throughout this season I have a really hard time not putting them all the way through to the Frozen Four and possibly all the way to the championship game with the way that they're, uh, they've played all season. And, and they have a veteran team with a lot of guys that could have left it after last season ended, but they felt there was some unfinished business because there was no tournament last year and they felt like they had a chance to win the national title. So many of those guys uh, decided to come back. And, and so that's a team on a mission. And, and in, in some ways, they feel kind of like a team of destiny, especially now getting a chance to start off in Fargo. Uh, where there will be fans allowed in the building, so a little home ice advantage for the Fighting Hawks as well. All right, so they'll get started on Friday, uh, 4 o'clock, and then uh, the nightcap with North Dakota and American International going late. Uh, let's jump over to uh, or go out east to Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, the top seed in that regional is Wisconsin, the number four overall seed. They get one of the Minnesota teams in Bemidji State on Friday afternoon at 1 o'clock. And then uh, UMass and Lake Superior State, um, this this is an interesting situation for the Badgers to be in. Uh, good team. Um, is this is this a cakewalk to the Frozen Four for the Badgers? You know, I, I don't think it is because Matt, UMass won Hockey East this year and they won the Hockey East tournament, and I think that they've they very much feel like they could have been a number one seed this year. And I I was a I, I thought it could have gone either way between Minnesota and UMass, who would get that last number one seed. Wow. And it ended up going to Wisconsin. But, uh, but yeah, I'll tell you what, UMass is, a, is quite a good team. They're playing some of their best hockey. They have a goaltender in Philip Lindbergh, who's a wild draft prospect, who's got a 940 save percentage in 12 games so far this year. He was lights out in the hockey's tournament. So that's the guy that I'd be concerned about. But what, what does Wisconsin have? They have all the offensive firepower. They have Cole Caulfield that has 28 goals, 10 more goals than anybody else in the country probably going to win the Hobie Baker this year. They have Dylan Holloway, also a Hobie finalist, and he missed a ton of time this year because he went to Canada's World Junior Camp and made their team and and was at the World Junior Championship. So he missed a few months of the season. He comes back, and he's uh, over a point and a half per game. So, I mean, I think the offensive attack of Wisconsin is going to challenge anybody, but I don't think it's necessarily a cakewalk just because I think UMass is, is pretty darn good. But, yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people see two WCHA teams in the same regional. And a lot of people were surprised to see three WCHA teams in the tournament at all. And, I mean, if you told somebody that, you know, three or ten years ago, what would they say? They'd be like, you're nuts. Of course there's three teams at WCHA right. teams. But obviously yeah. we know it's not the, the WCHA of old. So, uh, yeah, so I think I, I'm, I'm fascinated. I, I think you know, I think everybody kind of expects that it'll be a Wisconsin-UMass uh, regional final there. And in that one, I think it's really a coin flip between those two teams. All right, let's stay out east uh, in Albany, New York, before we talk about Minnesota's bracket. Uh, Boston College, number two overall seed, takes on Notre Dame. 14-13-2, but the Irish could cause problems uh, for BC. And then, of course, St. Cloud State against Boston U in in the other uh, regional semifinal. What's your take on this one in Albany? Well, unfortunately for Notre Dame, they're they're out of the tournament now. They they had a yep. COVID positive test 
today or, or several. I'm not exactly sure what. But uh, that was announced uh, earlier today that they are done and they will not play. So Boston College actually gets a bye into the regional final there. And that's, you know, obviously that's kind of the way that this whole season has gone. We expect those kind of things to happen in, in a pandemic where, you know, Notre Dame basically got in because they, they were one of the last teams in. St. Lawrence was the automatic qualifier from the ECAC. They had a COVID positive test and couldn't had to withdraw from the tournament. Yeah. So another team gets in. Unfortunately, there was, you know, there basically was like a 24-hour window once the tournament field was set where they could have replaced teams. Well, we're past that now, and it can't happen. So uh, everybody else so far, as far as we know, has been cleared, but Notre Dame's not. So BC gets through. But then that really fascinating other other game between St. Cloud State and uh, and Boston University, I think that's another one where it's kind of a coin flip game. BU has only played 15 games this season. St. Cloud has been battle-tested. I think they have seven wins over tournament teams in this season so far, and obviously playing in the NCHC, it really helps. So I think mean, you've got a, a more experienced veteran team in St. Cloud State. I think you might have a little bit more of a dyna- more dynamic team in Boston University, so I think that's going to be a great matchup between two teams with differing styles. All right, and Chris, let's, let's get your thoughts out in Loveland, Colorado. Minnesota, the number three overall seed, takes on Omaha. And this is on Saturday, by the way. And Minnesota State in Quinnipiac uh, go as well on Saturday in the other regional semifinal. So, so you could see Minnesota and Minnesota State potentially uh, in, a, in a regional final. But, you know, once again, hot goaltender, you never know. You, you, you can't project anything. Right, yeah. I mean, anything can happen in the NCAA tournament. We've seen it so many times. We've seen 16 beat ones. We've seen a lot of upsets yeah. over the years. And, you know, it, it's it's incredible. But, you know, and, yeah, of course, Minnesota knows that as well as anybody. But but I think the way that the Gophers have played uh, going coming out of the Big Ten Championship and, you know, just really for a lot of a good chunk of the season, I thought they were one of the best teams in the country. They had a few stumbles here and there. But, but really, they've stabilized things, and I think that they're going to be super tough to beat in this regional, but you know, you look at that Minnesota state Quinnipiac game, and I think that's actually going to be one of the, the great matchups of the entire tournament. You know, they both have really good goaltenders, both have some high end scoring talent. I think Quinnipiac has a little more offensive firepower than Minnesota state, but the Mavericks always play tight defense. They're really well coached. I mean, both teams are well coached and disciplined, uh, but you know, both of those teams also, were heavily favored to win their conference tournaments. Neither did. And, you know, to, they, they both were hosting their conference tournaments. So to have lost your last game on home ice, I think that's going to leave a sour taste in, taste in the mouth of both teams. And so I think that really inspires a lot of confidence. Now, I think Quinnipiac is a bit of a dark horse in this tournament, one of those teams that could really upset the apple cart in terms of everything that they've you know, that they can do as a, as a group. They're a very versatile team, but I think the same can be said for Minnesota State. So that's another one where it's really tight, maybe too close to call. I do like the Gophers to come out of that regional just because of how well they're playing late in the season. But, I mean, it is it is really going to be a toss-up once we get to that second game there uh, because there's, there's a lot of talent in that bracket. Well, Chris, good to visit with you. Uh, continued success. Good luck with your, your new venture. And once again, how do people find you? Yeah, it's at com or chrispetershockey.com, and both both ways will get you there. And uh, also Talking Hockey Sense. So I, re- I really appreciate uh, the opportunity there, and thanks a lot for having me, Steve. 
Yeah, and we'll visit again down the road. Uh, Why why don't we do this again around the Frozen Four? Sounds good to me. I'll be in Pittsburgh, so I'd be happy to do it. (laughs) Yeah, outstanding, Chris. Look forward to it. Chris Peters. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.